Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know what? I'm not. I'm so, I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> It be shit going on behind the scenes. I'm listening to Eric. You try to change it up in a nice ending. You ain't never talked like that before. That <laughs> I think he wanted to add bitches at the end, but he caught himself. That's what he wanted to say. But he tried to be fucking funny. Let's go. Come on, Eric. Oh, God. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Alina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Mm. Hi. Hey, Hello. Y'all. How are you? How you doing? <laughs> How you living? Oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like crap, but I am okay health-wise. Are you sick? Uh, uh, no, I just feel like crap. That's all. I, I eat uh, junk. And, it's, it's a very you know. dreary-ass day. <laughs> that, too. I was like, supposed to do all this stuff. I didn't. You know, that type of a no, thing. I'm How like, sugar, once it's rain, I can't go out the door. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll melt. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Like, I had all I these plans. Know. I told somebody I was going to meet up with them today. And I was like, mm. I looked outside. I was like, yeah, I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's like, mm-hmm. I just can't. So. And then working. It's like, sure. I don't even have, like, the type of job I used to, like, where I could take a nap. Right. <laughs> like, right. it's too much. It's too much girl, going on. Girl. Can't even take a lunch break nap. <laughs> Hey. Oh damn! See, like, that's the time you that my lunch. I was about to say my lunch ought to be taking a a nap. It's just too much. I can barely eat some days. Yo, I remember one time on a side note. This might sound so fucked up, but I'm gonna just tell y'all. I was so hungover. This was like yeah. mm, I want to say like 2011 because this is when I was at PHMC. I was so fucking hungover. This is why I used to drink wine. That's why I don't drink wine no more, right? Because I don't drink it to, you know, sip. I, like, drink to fill it. <clears throat> so people like that just don't even bother, right? Just drink liquor. But anyway, I'm super hungover, and I was, oh, my God. So I was so tired. You know you hungover, you have to sleep. Like, you like you mm-hmm. can't be up, right? I fucking went. <laughs> we had, like, private bathrooms. <laughs> I went in the fucking bathroom store. I swear to God. I stood no, you up. must be really sick because you don't touch no public bathroom. Well, this one was, I ain't gonna lie, it was like on like a clean staff one and it was like mm-hmm. a ducky one. We had more than one. It was one people ain't really used. I fucking stood up and leaned my head against that fucking stall and slept for like 15 mon- minutes. My hand to God. Like, oh I was God. so fucking tired. <laughs> I think that same year I worked at Macy's and I had to work um, Black Friday but at the time, they wanted you to come in Thanksgiving night. So, like, I, my shift started at, like, 10 p.m. Thanksgiving night. Mm. And it didn't end, supposedly, until 9 a.m. in the morning. So, uh-huh. mind you, I'm thinking, all I'm thinking about is money. So, I went into work. And then, like, I took my lunch, like, at 3 a.m. And then I went back to work. Mm, but then by like 6.30, I was sleepy again. So <laughs> <laughs> I walked back to the break room. Mind you, I was seasonal. So nobody really knew me. I had like just started. So nobody knew me enough to be like, oh, where's your supervisor? Because I didn't have one. Okay. I would just go where they tell me to. 
child. And it was just so much going on. I took my uh, coat, put that shit over my head, and I slept for like another hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you fucking got to. Like, I, I came back out. They was like, yo, you must have been working, working. Where they had you been? I said, yeah, I was in the men's section. <laughs> That's like, only yeah. a grandma work now in the men's section. Like, baby, I took a nice little shout out. I was in college at that time. I think I, yeah, I just turned 21. I was tired. That's how it'd be. Like, when you're really, really tired, I just, I mean, it's, you know, other times where I like took a little car thing, but that time when I was hungover, I'll never forget that. Cause, and mind you, I needed that shit and I felt so much better. Like, even though it was only like 15 minutes, I needed it. I felt like I slept on a couch or something. Like, I yeah. was knocked the fuck out. No, I think the, I rolled, like, my hoodie power up naps. and paid yeah. my head leaning on it. I was knocked yeah, the fuck out. Yeah, those power naps come through. Girl, like... Sometimes all you need is a good 15 minutes. Absolutely. Like, sometimes, like, I really do be like, I need to... Like, it's really meditating for me. Like, I just need 15 minutes to, like, close my eyes. Like, leave me alone. Absolutely, Let me regroup. Um, but uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, how was yours? It was good. Before I get into that, I wanted to say really fast uh, to one of our most loyal followers. Uh, her birthday was earlier this week, and I did text her, but I forgot. I forgot to like repost. I was going to like do a little post picture thing, and then I just kind of forgot. But happy belated birthday, Emma girl! Uh, happy you know, birthday! You know, we getting up there. I hope you had a great day. I didn't even follow up and to find out what uh, she was doing, but. You know, happy birthday. I just wanted happy to throw birthday. Um, but Thanksgiving was actually my grandma's birthday. And um oh, wow. yeah, her birthday's the twenty-fourth. So we um, you know, we all linked up at my aunt's house. And normally um my families have like separate Thanksgivings, but this year everybody wanted to get together, so it was like 30 of us. Damn. Um, yeah, it was a lot of us. Um, but we had a great time. I didn't get home till three in the morning. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, you was <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't even like, you know, it wasn't like, um, even though my cousin made really good drinks, I said, damn, you really like it. It was like a real nice drink. But it was more so, you know, like everybody's dancing, doing karaoke, um, you know, just eating and talking and just spending time. And it was really like, it was one of the best ones I've had in a long time. Cause you know, oh, it's a lot of women in my family. You put too many females in the same circumference, especially family that already got issues. This one don't got taught to that one. But it wasn't like that. Like I thought it was, it might be, it was up in the air for me, but um, you know, I told y'all last week, I'm trying to be a better person. So I just came in with the optimistic view and just play hostess for the most part, even though it wasn't my house. Um, so yeah, we had a great time though. And my <laughs> you grandma love to play hostess. I don't know. I, I, you did I that just shit in my apartment. Why did I do stuff like that? Like, I don't know why I'm like <laughs> Natasha this. Natasha came with my birthday. She making people play. <laughs> <laughs> like, just weird shit. I'm up here. Oh, I'm do like, you got this? I said, oh girl, you don't mind if I put this right here, right? Change like, your toilet oh, tissue. I use this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, I can grab it. No, 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 sit down. I said, okay, shit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that. I guess I, my aunt said, she was like, you are a really good hostess. Because everybody kept saying, like, I, I was cutting the turkey, even though it was men there. I cut the turkey because nobody got up to do it. I ain't going to go there. But I'm like, you know, so everybody is damn near finished their food. I didn't even eat. And like, and they were like, oh, you're not going to eat. I couldn't. I'm like, I want every, it was because it was so many of us. Um, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I cut certain things and had the cake cut a certain way so that people's not 
you know, taking unfair amounts. I'll just say that. So everybody can get some because I know how my family is. But anyway, my grandma, you know, we sung happy birthday to her, gave her money. She started crying and it made me cry because I'm like, oh, why is she crying? Um, She turned 75. So I'm like, wow. Oh, Damn, birthday. I didn't know she was that old. I said, <laughs> I said wait, how old are you? 75? I said, God damn. God damn, you up there, huh? <laughs> like fucking yeah. Kevin Hart. My Kevin Hart. I said, damn. Yeah. That's so old. Damn. <laughs> Damn, did they even um, have TVs back then? Right, like real shit. Like, um, and then, you know, like my aunt, this is the thing, right? And I know that you can relate because we talked about this before. Like my aunt, everybody knows what I'm talking about. They know who my aunt, right? Why does she always got to be the one talking about some, um, what what was that? Um, I want to play, um, come on, we're going to do good knees. I'm like, what? <laughs> Mind oh you, God. it's all these older people around too, and she didn't give a damn. Come on, Tasha. Oh my God. I'm like, my goodness. I looked at her. Mind you, I didn't even know what the fuck it was, to be totally honest. I said, what the hell is that? And everybody's looking at me like, what, Tasha? I don't be on social. I'm like, I don't, I really don't know. And then they show me video seed, the whole family doing it. You could do it. I'm like, no, I, I ain't doing that bullshit. So anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't have did it either. <laughs> <laughs> it was just stupid. Like, Because who paying for my bill? Girl. My hospital bill. Uh, listen, I told no. him, I get down. Who the fuck going to help me back up? <laughs> That's, <Girl. what> <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> when these knees locked. <laughs> right. Like, they ain't that fucking good. So, well, that's good. How was yours, though? How was everything? Um, it was It was good. The food was really good. Um, I bought karaoke, and I had this, like, karaoke game that was really fun, and we played Black Taboo. What's that? It was good. It's called Out of Bounds, so it's, like, Black, you know, um, categories and stuff like that. Oh, so well, that sounds um, interesting. Right question. So it was really shit really that fun. we would know. Yeah, oh. like you know. So it's cool. Anything, everything's better when it's black. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, even the karaoke game. It was like it's called culture karaoke. So okay. instead of you picking your own song, you pick a card, and it gives you the type of song that you can pick. So I might say, you know, like uh, pick a pick a song from a soundtrack or something like that. So it was oh. cool. It's fun. Oh, that sounds fun. And is it like it a good. whole machine? Like a whole no, thing? No, just, I just bought two microphones. Oh, okay. And um, it, it comes with, like, it's a built-in speaker. So we had a good time. Oh, that sounds like fun. Her infamous seafood salad that I've been wanting. So I was happy. That is so funny because I was going to do that. And then I was like, but do y'all eat Fred that meat was actually on. So we, we eat solids. Like, well, we niggas, all, we eat. I mean, that's we all eat this shit year round anyway, right? But mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't feel like it. But I'm listening. Crab meat was on no, sale. No, it was Claw good. meat yeah. or the white lump. Oh, lump was on sale. I said, Ooh, for how much? Seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, because <laughs> the they had to call me on sale for nine dollars a few like a month and a half ago. I bought four of them because I know, that's right. I said shit. I because I seen it lasted. <laughs> well, when I seen the expiration, it was like 2023. I said shit. Let me get a bunch of them. I only got two left now, but that sound good. So you had seafood uh, salad. I know y'all had, had a bunch a of potatoes. How was yeah. that? It was good. It didn't oh, go to waste. Wow. <laughs> I know that's right. Did y'all have a lot of desserts and stuff? Yeah. Um, my sister, she made a lot of desserts. She made sweet potato pie, mm-hmm. um, a caramel cake, a chocolate cake that my family loves. So, Is it chocolate um, on chocolate? 
it's like a yellow cake, but she makes like her own chocolate frosting. Oh. And it's super good. Yeah. That sounds good. I actually have some in the fridge that I'm going to eat later. You put your cake in the fridge? It's a piece. Like, I don't want to leave it out. Oh, God, y'all. It's like a piece. Mm. Girl, you still got a piece? Be... That's the funny part. Because I, 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 I ate of, my shit I don't, I don't eat a lot of dessert. Like, so it's like. I don't eat a lot of it, so right. I probably ate like some the sweet potato pies, but I'm not like big on sweets like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, but let's get into the show. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we I hope went you to guys had a good Thanksgiving too too. this weekend. Oh shit! How the fuck you forget that? <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Y'all want to hear my review? Hell like, no, yeah! It was actually a really good show. Where was it at? Wells Fargo. Oh. Um. It was actually a really, really good show. Like, the city, it was definitely sold out. Oh, wow. Um, we ain't experienced no riffraff. Some bitch in the parking lot got mad. And that is when I knew me and my friend had grown past the young girls we used to be. She was, like, cussing and fussing. And my friend About what? Because they were trying to block my friend in when we were leaving. So my friend cut back in front of the girl who tried to cut in front of her. And she was oh. mad. And she was like, but she had a car full of kids and was like cussing and fussing. Was like, oh, you dumb bitch. So my friend rolled down the window. So I looked like, listen, if you on it, I'm on it with you. Right. And then she just looked and she just shook her head. And I'm like, we really grown. Because, Girl, right. Because it's kind of like, I'm glad. Like, I, like, it reiterated what I said last week about like the people around me are growing with me. Right. Like, we're all kind of just elevating because, like, before back in the day, we'll go back and forth. But now our brains are totally different. Like, what are we arguing about? Mm, and you said this was we, when y'all was leaving, right? Yeah. It's, it's always like, like that. At the yeah, it's like what we arguing about. Everybody's trying to leave. You tried to box her in, she cut you back off. We're ahead of you. You're mad. You got a car full of kids. If somebody was to slap the shit out you, then what? Right. Because why are we arguing in a parking lot when it stands still? <laughs> like, this, right. the space and opportunity is literally traffic is at a standstill. We ain't moving. <laughs> so, mm. what are we about to argue about? Was it just him? It was just me? It wasn't nobody else? No, no, no. It was me and a lot of people. So, um, Rick Ross was there. How come I didn't um, hear about this? Uh, A Boogie, uh, Fabio Foreign, Lil Uzi. He's so adorable. Like, is like it? a little cousin. Yeah. <laughs> like a little cousin, you know? The little shaky kids in Philly, the kids that sing the shaky songs, uh-huh. you know? The little hit dance. Um, uh-huh. Who else was there? Your man. Hey, sexy. <laughs> oh, God. <Jim> Jones. <laughs> No, it was Hey Nasty. That's hey Nasty. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he came out. What did he do? Phone. What do you think he did? I hope not. Please don't say he did that fucking song from 97. Ciao. <laughs> he don't let that shit fuck that ball. Uh, depleted. Fabulous came out. <laughs> Who else? Money Baby oh, was, was there. there. Yeah, he did the one song that he is with Meek. Uh, Money Baby um, came out. And then this is when I realized, as toxic as this motherfucker is, I understand why he has as many children as he does. Future looks good as fuck. Really? 
Like he looks good. He has like an energy, like a good charismatic. I could see it from where I was sitting there. He got a good. <laughs> he got you good energy. Yes. <laughs> you got pregnant looking at him. Shit, I think I'm getting pregnant right now. Look Shit. Minus one. <laughs> Get that bag, girl. Get that listen. Make that money. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck no. I can see that though. I don't think he's ugly. No, I just never I see really... him without glasses. No, it's just he was he has a nice smile. He's tall. Nice skin. I said I like I never really paid him attention. Like I thought he was attractive. But when seeing him on stage, he is like a good, like or not or but like BDE. He's BDE mm, for sure. You can tell. Yeah, I agree with that. Totally. That he's one of the, you know, I know y'all said, because I never had Scorpio Man. I know y'all said that it's Cap for Scorpio Man. Yeah. But I feel like he the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like, shit. whatever they said about the Scorpio Man. They gave it all the future. <laughs> they gave it the future. <laughs> and that's why most of them be in line. <laughs> mm, right. Bitches don't he, even give a fuck. Very like... few. Out of the... I don't know lot that he got. Very few kick up dust, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely, definitely got that from him. So it was but, a yeah. good concert, though. Overall. Yeah, we had a good, we had a really great time. That sounded like friend. fun. That sounded like it was Shout a lot of niggas there. That's what I care about. It was a lot of... Uh, it's a lot of niggas. But one thing I realized with concerts, a lot of niggas go to concerts with their girlfriends. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. men really don't know how to, like, do stuff, like, with just their friends, like, outside of, like, the strip club or stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, they either bring a date, they bring a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Right. So, oh, okay. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's never yeah. really, like, I feel like certain spaces, they really just don't go with the bros like that. Like, they always have a female with them. Was there a lot of people dressed up, like, girls wearing heels and shit? Yeah. I mean, Philly is very, I said it's like three tiers to like how people dress up in Philly. Either you go all out, mm-hmm. you kind of in the middle, you look cute as shit, but you chilling, like how me and my friends was. Right. And then you show up like you don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally how it was. I don't, don't know really if I show up and they ain't give a fuck. No. Mm. People show up. It's just like there's no like real standard. I didn't mm-hmm. want to wear. I wore cute boots, but I didn't wear like heels because I didn't want to like. Right. Who wants to? It's do a rap concert. Right. So, Who wants to? Beyonce. Well, like I wore heels one time when I went to see Beyonce. After that one time, I usually try to be chill for concerts, even though I'm be sitting down. But it's like you don't know how far you gotta walk to the parking lot. You gotta walk around. It might and be the a fucking stadium peak. be big as shit. Yeah, like oh what if it's like something going on and I gotta like haul ass. That's how I be thinking. So. And with Hills too, because I fucked up and did that. I forget what concert it was. Maybe Powerhouse years when Jay Z came, but. I, that uh, incline when you inside of right when you <laughs> on the incline you notice how the steps are steep as shit and you turn yes. around look behind you and be like bitch if I fucking slip in these hills I'm done <laughs> like yes. so after that's that never felt. again I said oh so, no but it's, that's literally like the standard it's like all out you know got the labels looking good with the hills got the jewelry out mm-hmm. chill like you look cute like you got a cute outfit on but you probably you said, oh, I don't want to do too much. And right. then you got the people that was just like, oh, it's a concert today? All right. <laughs> <laughs> they rolled out of bed. That's saying, really right, what how time it is. Start? 
And that's <laughs> everywhere in Philly. Like, if you visit Philly, that's everywhere. Yeah. That's if you go to a club. That's if you go to a restaurant, a lounge, whatever. There's no dress code here. Yeah. And I hate it. I yeah, hate it true. so bad. Every time I've gone somewhere, gotten real dressed up in hills, I look like a dickhead because there's somebody in a Nike track suit next to me and I look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> or, and even with those tears, it's also sub tears too. Cause yeah, the, the it's sub tears. People that can be extreme can also be extremely Look up fucking mess. Yeah. Or like, you know, the bitch mess. ain't wearing nothing and you're like, well, girl, this is just, we had cheesecake. No, factory. it was a lot of the, <laughs> yeah, even at the concert. Like, it's the people who went all out but still looked the best. Right. Oh, <laughs> you know well, that's I mean? normally the case. Yeah, but it's yeah. like you effort, like you put effort to look a mess, and then there's the other people who didn't put no effort at all, and they know they, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know which is worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all had a good time, though. Everybody yeah, was safe, a, so no fights broke out, yeah, no shootings and nothing. Safe. That's I ain't hearing nothing. Everybody really, it was like really good energy in there. Everybody, like the security guard. We was turning up with the security guard. Like, we had a good time. <laughs> oh, shit. I know that's Yeah. Right. Like, you think a security... Like, this is like me middle 10 year anniversary concert. You think they're really trying to work? No. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they did not care. Yeah. That sounds like fun now. They I'm left their stands and was turning up. Right. But, yeah, we had a good time. That's good. I love, I'm trying to do more of, like, being an extrovert a little bit more. That's and good. Not, and not letting like stuff pass. Like just going out experiencing and having fun. Maybe like once a month type shit. Mm-hmm. But um November. Yeah, because you went to a basketball game and concerts and brunch for your yeah. birthday. That's good. That's what I said. November was a lot. <laughs> I mean I look, it's only one house. life. Yo love. <laughs> right. I mean, that's how Yo I love. feel. Like that's good because yeah. you're creating memories. You know, but shit outside like is expensive. Outside is very That's expensive. Mm-hmm. Like me and my friend went out Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, and uh-huh. let's just say outside is expensive because what it was supposed <laughs> to be a quick drink and some food turned into a bill. <laughs> oh shit! You know, you know how it is when we go out, like. Oh, you mm. get this, and you try this. Oh, this drink good. I want another one. Mm-hmm. Like, Before so you know it, you be like, damn, you get the bill. Be like, uh, let me look. <laughs> you be like that saucy Santana video where he get the receipt and he jump back. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. That's when I start looking over everything. They got it. They must have charged us twice. For no, I did. <laughs> I was looking like, who, who ordered? Right. Um, um, yeah. right That's the worst. Everything is accurate too. You be like, "Ain't this about a bitch? Ain't that about a mother?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, love and marriage, Huntsville. Man. What are you? That is that. I don't have a lot of opinions about it because I just feel like it is dragging. Like this season is dragging. So, okay, I only really wanted to talk about. Kimmy and her cancer diagnosis, mm-hmm. right? So for, you know, hopefully for those that watch, you've been keeping up to date because I'm, I'm going to say things that, you know, have happened um, over the last few weeks. It's so, also on social media. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, but so one of the main characters um, or, or, um, spouses on the show, um, Kimmy, uh, she you know, said that she had felt a lump in her breast and she took us through the journey of like, you know, 
um, getting tested for just to see what it was. She works um, in the healthcare industry. She's a nurse. So she said like she knew, you know, like mm, this, this don't really feel right. And then uh, it was confirmed that she has breast cancer and she has, she's at stage two. And she, I think she said she had two, both lumps were cancerous. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, they've been talking about that and, you know, showing how, you know, her telling people, her family, her friends, um, some friends. And the last episode, she um, had decided to cut her hair because you know, the doctors told her like, you know, with chemo, I think she said she had to do like 22 treatments of chemo. Within um, 16 weeks. Right. Which is a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That her hair is going to fall out. Like it's, it's just what happens. And um, she said that she didn't want to watch it fall out, you know, mm-hmm. and progressively. She would rather just do a big chop and just, you know, go from there. And like they show her cutting her hair. I'm like crying watching it. Um, but I wanted to bring it up because ironically, before the season started, uh, I want to say like August, August, September-ish, I had lumps on my breasts, right? Um, underneath mm-hmm. one of my my left breasts. And um, the only thing that made it not bad for me is that I did know they say that cancer doesn't hurt. Like, you know, if a lump, if it feels painful, it's normally not cancer. So mm-hmm. mine's hurt it. It was like, it really, really hurt it. Um, you know, like I would have to put like a heat impact under it. Like my daughter, you know, I'd be like telling her like, please bring me, you know, like a wet rag. Like it really would be uncomfortable. I didn't want to wear a bra. Like, um, and then it went away and then it came back again. So that's when I got concerned. The first time I didn't really think about it. Second time I started like, you know, okay, well maybe I should make a doctor's appointment. So I did. Um, my boss is a doctor. So I talked to her and she was like, um, you know, just saying like, you should, you know, get it checked out just to see what they say. Um, and I wasn't going to go the, cause my doctor's appointment was a few weeks, you know, um, out after I made the appointment. And by that time it had went away again. So I was like, well, what the hell is it going to see if it's not even nothing there? But um, she pushed it and somebody else, like, they pushed it. I didn't tell too many people. I maybe told two people. Yeah, it's um, news to me. Yeah, I didn't want to. I just told my mom yeah. um, maybe a week ago because of Love and Marriage Huntsville. And that's when it dawned right. on me that I didn't even tell her. I'm like, oh, because I didn't want it to be a thing. Right. Yeah, you don't. Some things you don't need to talk about until it becomes a thing. Right. Like unless you have to. Um, yeah. But I'm. I want to bring this up because it's like the net that happened with the show. And mind you, know the doctor just gave me like some type of ointment. She said that it probably was just like some type of infection, and you know, just to be mindful to keep looking at it. And other people were like, "Well, you should get a mammogram," and yada yada. I know that you know. Um, Stuff can come and go. Like they say that women get lumps in their breasts all the time that comes and goes. Malia, please, I'm sorry, y'all. My dog, I'm moving my hands. The dog is biting my hands as I'm talking. I'm sorry. Um, they say that it comes and goes a lot. So um, a lot of times women don't even notice when it happens. But I just feel like like watching Kimmy's situation, the thing that happened with me, I do feel like women should take it seriously, especially um Honestly, I feel like at any age, like it's not even before. Mm-hmm. I think they would um, really suggest mammograms at like 40s and stuff. You know, how many people have you seen that has gotten cancer and they're in their young, they're 30? They, you know, yeah. like it's just something to be mindful of. It 
it's a scary experience for me. I'm still, you know, like concerned because it's like, well, why does it keep coming and going, coming and going? Like, what the fuck is that about? Yeah. But um, just watching her journey, though, and seeing, you know, this confirmation and, you know, her husband being there for her. And I'm like, you know, I just feel like people don't realize how it, it really puts life into perspective perspective like it really makes you say okay well like any day like the dumb shit that we think about or that's going on in the world that people focus on is so little when something like that where you might have you know realize you actually have a date that you might have to count down from but as far as you know your life expectancy you get what i'm saying and I, Mm -hmm. i really just i know that we have a lot of female listeners i just want you know, everybody to don't forget to get them pap smears and, you know, get mm-hmm. make sure you check yourself throughout. Make sure. I mean, women, we normally do get, you know, checks, you know, on, on certain things. But I feel like we also need to um, doctors don't really promote preventative and being proactive with any type of cancer. Like, you know, just in general. OK, well, you know, I just if you know that you like a smoker or something, weed or whatever. Like, you might want to get that checked out too. Like, because you mm-hmm. just never know. You don't want to wait until you start having symptoms because that's normally when it's too late. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So Even with, like, you saying, like, it goes away. Like, my sister, she first had her first cyst in her breast when she was, like, 14, 15. Mm. And then again, when she was, like, 21. And then again, when she was, like, 27. So it's like, while it's not cancerous, it is a cyst. Like, right. you can keep getting it checked out and make sure, you know, because of that, she does get, you know, mammograms and things like that. Okay. My mom also had, like, a cyst when she was younger. So that, you know, all of these things, like, you're not making it up in your head and, like, going to see another opinion just to get that mammogram, just to confirm so that there's no, like, nothing in your head, no other reason. Because sometimes, like, from my sister experience, they might see a cyst and it's like, oh yeah, we see it is benign, but it's too small to operate on. So if it, right. excuse me, if it gets bigger, then, you know, they'll deal with it. But sometimes it doesn't and it's nothing that, you know, they have to do. Right. Yeah. That's just, that's just so important because matter of fact, um, I have a relative that said that she had one at a young age too, like your sister. Mm-hmm. And, um, they had to, um, she said that one day she just woke up and her breast was really hard. Like she had this hard, hard lump and, um, they had to operate on her like immediately, but they were like, Oh, do you mind if we, um, take your nipple off? And she was like, yeah, like you're not. Yeah, taking like my- what the hell? She was like, no, you're not taking my nipple off. Like, so they wound up just cutting somewhere else. But um, she said that she's starting to get another one now. And like they told her that she can keep happening. Like it doesn't just stop. Like it, it normally just will keep coming. And they always have to see because at some point it could be cancer. Um, yeah, they make sure like it's benign and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Prayers to Kimmy and anybody else that's experiencing this. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It 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 did. I forgot that happened. See, I be I be ignoring trauma, but yeah, Yeah. it did. I remember I was watching it and I was just like, "This is a lot." Yeah, 
Girl, I was crying. I said, <laughs> I looked over, my daughter's crying. I said, I know it's I know it's like I know, I know. Cause it's just so to me, and I, I don't wanna be, I don't I wanna be uh, politically correct the way I say this. I will say this. I know that, you know, things happen to all types of people, but to me, it's she's so unproblematic. And I'm not saying that people that are problematic should have things happen, but I feel like it hits a little different when, you know, you see somebody, because like, from what I know, they say, you know, that's why you shouldn't stress out. Like if you like always stressed out, you angry and stuff like that can also cause cancer too, mm-hmm. like different things like that. But Seeing it happen to somebody where you're just like, oh, you know, she just is always trying to be optimistic on the show. I know she says she used to be different, but she's like changed over the years and she's like this, you know, quiet person. And she just try to always like make things better. And to see her go through this and uh, how hard it had to be to have those cameras in your face, because she said she thought about not even being on the show, but she chose mm-hmm. to use it as, you know, so other people can see what's going on. Do you know how hard that shit is? Like, yeah. and seeing, you know, your husband affect you cutting your hair off. Like, women, especially us black women, she had a lot of hair. We give a fuck about hair. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of us don't just cut our hair off. And it's like, you know, just knowing you have to go through this and tell your child. And I don't know. I just... And then it's like, I thought about it, too. Like, damn, so when this happened, like, can you imagine having to keep telling people? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep telling. I told the people who I had to tell. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I it, whoever knows knows after that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're a part of my tribe, you're a part of my life actively, you right. will know. But after that, if you it's not a secret, but I'm not about to keep talking about it. You I know? couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to tell people. I, and, somebody else would have to do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't keep it a secret or anything, but I just wouldn't keep Mm-hmm. rehashing it. But yeah, it's a lot. It's really... I don't know if you ever watched Blood, Sweat, and Hills. Oh, uh, you know. Eight. That's what I mean about Bravo. the young 30s. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Daisy. Mob wives. Yeah. It's, it's very hard when you watch this type. So my prayer is definitely with Kimmy. And, you know, like she said on the show, she called it very early. So, and yeah. they're still actively going through it. So... Definitely, you know, sending her prayers of healing. Absolutely. But yes, let's, you know, check our breasts regularly. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you, you know, are going to the doctor. And make sure you find a doctor that affirms the things that you're saying. Because I actually just found a doctor that did that. That like, my concerns that I've told many doctors over the years about I finally feel like a gynecologist, like, okay, yeah. That give you a confirmation. Having cramps like this at your age is not normal, you know? Right. Like, oh, speaking of that, that was a whole thing, too. Like, this girl on TikTok was saying how she had this really bad thing. I sent that to you, right? Yeah, I seen it. And Mm -hmm. it was like, your whole fucking uterus just comes, well, no, her whole ovary came out in one. Came out in a lump instead of bits and pieces like yeah, her whole oh um, uterine lining came out at wow. once. um but i also do too want to say you know and even like you said about concerns even if it's something you know your body like i don't care what nobody else say if oh no that's normal whatever you know your body um mm-hmm. i have a relative i just found out about this that's in her late 20s she had a fucking mild heart attack 
And oh. she was at work and she said that she felt weird. And she was like, she told her boss, you got to call, like, call the ambulance. I don't feel right. And then like her, like she just shut down. She just passed out and she woke up in the hospital. And they oh were like, oh, God. you had a mild heart attack. She's in her, she's not even fucking 30 yet. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, if she's fine now. But can you imagine? That is like, so scary. you wouldn't even think that's something that could happen. I know it happens, but it don't happen like that. Yeah. Like, so you just got to be mindful. Like, if you feel oh weird God. or off about some shit, speak the fuck up. Like, don't don't just push that aside. Oh no, I just don't feel right. No, go talk to somebody. You know. So I mean to make it heavy, but I just no, it's fine. Out there. Well, let's get into the mess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk escape oh, God, <laughs> and their drama, child. which really is unfortunate. Yes. Um. So escape was um honored at the Soul Train Awards. They received the highest honor of the Lady of Soul Award, which is like the Aretha Franklin Award of Life um Lifetime Achievement. So mm-hmm. the Lady of Soul Awards used to be its own award show back in the day, where they honored women, black women in music. And soul music it wasn't just black women because Tia, you know my 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 girl Miss Tina Marie, she definitely would be in the building. And Absolutely. So, um, it was like to honor, like you know, we had a lot of award shows back in the day, but it was mm-hmm. to honor women in R and B music because they were underrepresented. So to win the Lady of Soul Award is definitely like a really big honor if you're into like music. Mm-hmm. For real, like soul music and things like that, because you know, Soul Train was the only place that was showing black artists at the time and wasn't exploiting them. So right. um, they were able to win. So y'all seen on the social media that three of the members showed up in unison in a similar dress, and one of them, Latasha Scott, decided to wear green. <laughs> they all wore like a shimmery silver. You know, dress. So that first sparked, like, ooh, like, what she thinks she Diana Ross? Like, it was giving very much. Because y'all David people be Russia. like, oh, she thinks she Beyonce. No, 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 no. One thing about Dustin Shaw, they were always in unison. Yeah, they you ain't were. never see them. Beyonce ain't never come out with a whole different um, look than the rest of the girls. They were very, various variations of the same dress. Like, no, no, no. Besides, so they were that trash at their fucking basketball game. Well, they all wore jerseys. <laughs> they yeah, Remember, they got booed. <laughs> Shut up. We don't talk about that. <laughs> you know. us that did it. It was our city, right? I know. And when I say I was going at war with everybody in my house, <laughs> was you? Yes. Oh God. I you went to war. I was like, they don't. They're not even into sports. They're just looking cute in their jersey. Dresses. I hated that jersey. I thought that was. I thought was. Just, I, I didn't like off. it. I said that's I the Tina Knowles. Fashion. It was a lot going on, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Oh, um, but yeah, so she wore this different dress. So it sparked a lot of rumors online where somebody said, oh, you know, like maybe she didn't get the memo about the dress. So she states that their stylist told her stylist that they were wearing all black and that there wasn't like any unison, but they would probably be all wearing black bands. In an event that that's what the stylist told you, you still wore a green fucking dress. I was going to say, right. Like, <laughs> that's the part that got to me where I was just like, okay, like, you didn't come in in a black dress. You wore a green dress. You knew damn well they weren't wearing green. Yeah, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Yeah. 
So Candy basically was just like, you know, instead of fueling it, all you had to say was that you had a different stylist than the rest of us and leave it at that. Right. Like all this over explaining and making it seem like you're the victim is a problem. Yeah. And I'm glad we're talking about this because it sparked other things. I just want to give y'all the history real quick. So from there, um, they were saying Escape, the rest of the members of Escape stated that they were doing tours without Latasha. Latasha says it's because the promoter threatened her husband. They're saying she decided not to perform with them for the rest of the year because she got a solo gospel deal. Also, during the speech um, at the Lady of Soul Awards, she was just kind of talking about like self-love and, you know, God's purpose and to lift people up when you get put on. And then Tiny kind of had like a little passive aggressive moment. Yeah. But I don't know if it was so intentional. Cancer. It was intentional. But it was, yeah, I was about to say she is a cancer. She knew very, what she was doing. It was doing. intentional. She's yeah. very hyper aware. Mm-hmm. She basically was just like, I love my girls. And she like motioned to Candy and Tamika. But I just feel like this conversation sparks a lot of different topics for me, not them specifically. Yeah. But like for me, Seeing it, it just made me like a lot, like really irritated. Mm. (laughs) So one for me, well, you can go first. No, I'm listening. (laughs) Well, one for me, the main one for me is I don't like when people allow others to create narratives about me when they can easily clear it up to Mm -hmm. make them look like the victim and I'm the villain all the time. And I feel like that's what she did. Like you saw that. People on social media were tearing, were saying, oh, it's Candy. Candy this and Candy that. Or they asking her out. That's messed up and all this other stuff. When you could have easily just simply said, hey, I'm not performing with them because I was able to get a solo gospel deal. I want to focus on that. This is my time. I really want to do this for myself. Right. Or, hey, you know, I have a different stylist. Wires got crossed, but we all look good. Thank you for the Lydia Soul Award. God bless. Like, that was all that needed to be said. Yeah. But to keep shit fueling so that you can be a victim and you got a fucked up attitude is crazy. Like, real people can understand what the issue here is. Right. Like, I, that's really one of my biggest pet peeves. I feel like people do that all the time. I think that's human nature, though, for people to, you know, <laughs> they don't want to hold themselves accountable. accountability. So, or, or not even that. I don't think that people intentionally do it. I think that a lot of times, especially in today's society, uh, most of us are very um, into self. That's human. Humans in general, that's what we are. Like we mm-hmm. focus on self. It's about, you know, we can be, you know, focused on our own experience. Like, you know, everybody's the main character. You see, that's the topic. Oh, I'm a main character. Everybody else is, you know, so, which is mm-hmm. okay. I mean, you're a person, but I think that a lot of times, you know, um, things can get crossed. And I feel like with Latasha, what she gives me is she's still bitter from years ago and she mm. will never get over it. And cause I heard her say something about finally loving herself and loving mm-hmm. who she is. And I'll say this: It's unfortunate that um, it took you damn near fifty years. <laughs> I mean, but it, it can happen at any age. But I feel like you know, it's kind of sad that whatever happened in the past. Because I feel like to me, when we watched it, like unsung and shit like that. It was mm-hmm. always the issue. We always knew that she was the fat one. I when I was younger, I remember like that was a thing. Like 
oh yeah, you know, escape and the fat one. And I remember like we would argue about who was singing well, they, the fat well, one's well, part. Well, Biggie said they all was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but like that—that was like the thing, though. Like, oh, I don't want to be the fat one. So she was always like the fat one that could sing. Um, And we know, like, the music industry is not very accepting, especially back then, of plus size women. They normally were like older, you know, or you just kind of like Kelly Price. You know, you—they have other people singing for you, or they won't put you. You like a background person. They don't really show who you are like that. Um, and I feel like, you know, you've felt some type of way over the years and it still stuck with you. And unfortunately, it seems like your self-love comes to the detriment of everybody else now. And it's like, oh, well, now I'm being selfish. And, it's, and to me, it's like, oh, it's OK to love and, you know, whatever. But like you said, she shouldn't let that narrative keep playing out. Like you see what they say on social media. You could have yeah. easily been like, that's not the case. You know, don't and, even go there. Like, and it's I not knew there. it wasn't when your sister that's the thing performing with them. <laughs> like, and I feel like a lot of the time. So I did watch the unsung originally. Uh-huh. And all three of them said the same thing. Tamika, Tiny, and Candy said the same shit. That the reason that they broke up was because Latasha got a solo deal. And they all said the same line. She had to have said the shit. She told them, I'm going to go solo. And and this is when her and Candy got into that fight in the rehearsal room. She said, Candy, you can go ahead and do your little modeling thing. Tamika and Tiny, y'all can keep having kids. Oh, That's shit. what she fucking said. <laughs> and they all three of them said that shit. If you watched it, it's on YouTube. Watch that Unk song. Right. And I know that she did that shit. And I feel bad for Tamika because sometimes when you grow up as a sister, and I see this a lot, and I'm glad me and my sisters aren't really like this. When you grow up as a sister, there's a thing like no matter what, I have to like do what my sister wants. Like I have to ride with my sister. And that's true. But the part of sisterhood that people miss is accountability. Mm -hmm. It's being able to say, listen, I'm rocking with you regardless, but listen, this is crazy. You know? And at the same time, it's like, yeah, I got to do this because my big sister, my big sister, your big sister is looking out for herself. So you have to do what's best for you. You know? It's It's fucked up in a way. It looks crazy, but... If her solo going solo could fuck it up for you, then that means, yeah, get your ass up on that stage and do these 90s um tours right? with these other three people because all four of y'all can sing beautifully. Oh, absolutely. It, y'all sing it down, even mm. whether it's three, whether it's four. Right. The shit sounds good. So it, it is what it is. And I, I hate that because it's like, you know, I'm and Funky Don even said the same shit I'm about to say. To be perfectly honest, Latasha, you are very talented, right? Nobody gives a fuck about your solo album. At all. <laughs> Nobody At cares. All. Not like, even the gospel community. Because you keep saying this shit like, oh, you know, oh, you know, I still want to perform with Xscape. X Coco from SWV. The gospel folks don't play that switch aside stuff. <laughs> if you're going to be secular, you're going to be secular. If you're going right. to be gospel, you're going to be gospel. Right. You know, Michelle has that issue as well. Michelle Williams sometimes has that issue, you know, with performing with Destiny Child and then having her solo gospel. It can be done, but at the same time, don't nobody care. But mm-hmm. whatever, you, this is for you because this is what you want to do, but don't do it at the detriment. And also, 
the, her self-love to me is has been and will continue to be defined by the relationship that she's in. Mm. And <laughs> That's a, a lot of thing. people <laughs> have gotten married when they don't... And I have a relative that I feel this way about. You, you were not conventionally attractive mm. and being married is your gold star. Right. That makes you suddenly have confidence because this one man wants to marry you. Meanwhile, I mean, a lot of men would want to marry you probably, but you have put so much stock on not being conventionally attractive in a way that people see attractiveness in America that you're you're basing your confidence off this man. In a moment where that shit... And it's bad because when that man... If he switches up, if he can control you based off your confidence and he knows that, you're fucked. Ain't he her manager? Yes. Why do they do that? Why do women do that? Yeah. I've never seen it the opposite way with men. Men don't normally have like their mom maybe, but it's normally not a bitch they fucking. Like, I don't ever hear about this. Always women. Mary did it. Jill Scott did it at one point. Beyonce did it for a semi-second. Like, why why do y'all say... Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, husband. Yeah, be my man. Why? Why the fuck would I want you managing me and I'm fucking you? Didn't Nicki Minaj just do it too? Nicki Minaj? Like, what's wrong with y'all? I think that's just to have him on payroll. I agree. So he can have a legal income. I don't think he making no decisions. It's just to help him get a a legal income, which is smart if you do it, if you decide to be with a nigga like that. But (laughs) I can't have nobody being my manager. I'm just, no, no, no. no. And also, Mary J. Bly shit. Like, because now, if we fucking divorce, and I I got to keep up your motherfucking lifestyle, because you was making this amount as my manager, and you was married to me, and now I got to fucking pay you, and you was fucking cheating on me? Oh, mm-hmm. hell no. Like, I oh, no. I, I would rather fuck my whole career up. That's <laughs> how so fucking petty I would be. I would rather yeah. hide my money and have somebody else come up. I would help somebody else. Mm-hmm. I would invest in them, just so I didn't have to pay you fucking shit. Like, yeah. I just don't understand it. And to me with Latasha, you know, the other thing I never understood with these groups, and one thing too, it's unfortunate that groups never work. And I, I was going to say female, but males too. I mean, let's look at B2K. Let's look at Drew Hill. Any group that's mm-hmm. fell out, it's always because- Drew Hill members like five times. A million times. Let's look at, uh, what the fuck was that shit called with um, Genuine and, and uh, oh, Tank um, and TGT. Well, I forget what the fuck yeah, it was T- called. I think it was TGT. Like, look how petty that shit is. It's something about groups, and I realize it's like everybody wants to be the main person. And, you know, I, I notice people are just that way. Like, you know, as far as, um, especially when you're in an entertainment industry, I guess everybody wants attention, right? Because you're in that field. So you have to like people. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to like being on stage. You like that energy and stuff. And you get people in your ear. And then everybody thinks they can break off and be Michael Jackson or fucking Beyonce. It is not easy. Or Diana Ross. You can only probably name about a handful of fucking people. Justin Timberlake. It's only a handful of people that you can say had a great, like really, really highly successful career as a solo artist. Um, And normally they're picked from the beginning. Like that was already, you know, you was already strategically placed a certain way. Like Drew Hill, Cisco was different. Latasha, you were never put at the front. Mm Mm-hmm. Like no offense, but you the, just weren't. The beauty of well, the beauty of Escape was that it was no lead singers. That is like uh, in a way of just like with well, she doesn't lead on all the songs. 
A lot but of just them like in vogue. No, she love. doesn't leave. Can- I'm talking she- about Candy. Candy led on a lot of Candy led and Tiny led a lot of the songs. <laughs> Candy so seemed not, a little bit more pushed to me than I mean, but I at the time, well, I think it's because she had that different T boss type of voice that yeah. was the time for the music at that time. But I don't <laughs> think it was like a lead. She wasn't a lead singer. Like Beyonce is a lead singer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Candy wasn't like a lead. Like Latasha ain't never not sing on the vocals. <laughs> You know, yeah, but, but I don't even. Like I always thought that was weird too, because Kelly can hit higher notes than Beyonce. I always thought that was odd. <laughs> <It's> nice, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. But, but I will say, say that Kelly can I, sing. I, I think Kelly can sing really well. I think she has a beautiful voice. <laughs> but <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I think she has a beautiful voice. Uh, a little yin yang around the house voice. No, 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 no. I think she's like a very. I think my. I have a whole thing about Kelly Rowland, and I don't want to get into it today. I want Kelly Rowland to have the confidence she needs to have. I, I want agree. her to push forward the way she needs to do it. Yeah. I think she she needs to focus and stay on top of shit and really push her shit out. That's my thing with Ke- Kelly Rowland, and at this point, it's not a Beyonce thing. It ain't none of that. It's Kelly. I don't know. She has to put her shit out there for real because she's had hits outside of yeah. that. And she was the first one to win a Grammy. So let's talk about it outside of the Wait, group. Who? So Kelly, she, Kelly won a, a Grammy, solo Grammy before all of them. Did she? Yes. For what for song? Dilemma. For oh. Dilemma. Oh, that was mm-hmm. a good song. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, and her album went platinum first because she was the first one to go out. So yeah. Kelly's very talented. I want Kelly to know that she's that talented, right. which it seems like based off of other things that she does. But to get back on Escape, I think the main issue is the problem is ego. And I think people, it's just like that Temptations thing when he's like, you're not bigger than the group. Mm-hmm. It's facts. Right. You are like when you have such a chemistry and Escape has a beautiful chemistry. Not too many times could you be estranged for 20 years and you come back together and sound like you just mm-hmm. walked out the studio for the first time. They have a beautiful chemistry. And what makes them work is that all of them work together cohesively. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, they all can sing, like you said. And they all, all can them. sing and they all understand the goal when they can focus. It's people that want to use momentum of something to decide to leave. Mm-hmm. That's the same way with TGT and all these other groups. That's why groups don't work because the ego plays in part where you feel like, oh, I can do this by myself. I don't need this person anymore. I want to do this because this is my dream. And we talked about happiness is bullshit a lot of the time. A lot of shit can make you happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It doesn't mean it's the thing you have to do. And you don't get to... Be happy at the detriment of others sometimes. Yeah, I think that is a bunch of people that play a role in the ego part, though. Mm-hmm. I think that they all have individual parties that's around them, and you have people saying, Oh, well, why? You, it's always other people. I don't think it's just the person. I feel like mm-hmm. other people feel, well, why Why you didn't sing lead? Well, why are they dressing you like this? Or why, you know, but you don't have to do that. You can sing, like, you see, the, like, you don't need them. And you got certain people just feet and feet. And then some people really believe that, that they don't need it. Um, I don't know. I feel like if it's successful, if it's, if it's, if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. Like leave it the fuck alone. You know, y'all could have, y'all were great together. No offense, but I don't see nobody running out 
saying, let me go get. Let me go buy a Latasha Gospel album. And I don't want to buy no gospel with nobody that got a little nasty spirit about them. You ain't about to <laughs> worship around my life. I am not listening to no... That's why a lot of gospel artists, y'all don't need to be on social media. Don't nobody want you uh, with your nasty attitude, Kim Burrell. Well, is it also because uh, did her husband really got this side baby? Uh, that girl wound up talking about how she was hacked. So let's just leave she it was there. hacked. Yeah, and she don't know them people. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. You know, it's just unfortunate. And even because at, at their age, to me, you know, because they all but close to fifty. Yeah, they like, like forty five, late forties. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like, I feel like okay, you know, at this point. Just let's just get this money and move on. Like I, I feel like it's tours. great for the reality yeah. show. Like I'm like, well, and even though like, why the fuck we not getting it to, you know, a couple months into the new year, but whatever. But I'm like, okay, that that'll be. Dumb. I don't get that, but I'm like, you know, that's good for the show, whatever, having conflict. But goddamn, like, girl, you really serious? Like, and it's always I know that she's always been separate. When they had the other show, wasn't she kind of like? Well, her sister was too, though, right? Weren't they no, both well, kind of together the with that? One, well, what the other issue was that Candy and Tamika had an issue because of some shit that Tamika said about Candy. It had, oh, they, right. It didn't, like, they were all cool after, you know, Latasha went solo. I think it was something that Tamika said about Candy on a radio, radio show. Mm-hmm. And Candy being a tourist... She held that shit on for years. <laughs> and it's the thing with her is, yes, you apologized in private, but you talk about this shit publicly. So I'm not moving por- forward until you apologize to me publicly. publicly. And being the Scorpio that Tamika is, she ain't want to apologize to that bitch in public because oh she ain't want to be embarrassed. So then she finally did it. And they've been, I feel like they were navigating well for a long time together. I just think that it's unfortunate because me, I'm going to go to a little 90s R&B concert if, you know what I mean? If the music will sound right. Like, it's some good money. These tickets are not cheap. Mm -hmm. And one thing about it, we love us some 90s music. So I don't Mm -hmm. get why you would jeopardize that for your ego at this point at 45 years old. Who puts out their first album at 45? Like, Child. but at this point, if that's what you want to do, because that's how you want to live your dream, you want to do something that you set out for as a child, do it. Right. But after that, like, it just seemed like she wasn't supposed to be in the group. Like, is that what it is? You just never really wanted to be in a group and you, it was kind of like by default. Like, oh, well, this is what works, but you didn't really want to do that. Because that's what she gives me. Like, but I, never I feel really like all of them this. are group type of girls. Like, I don't feel like none of them are, like, solo type of girls. Like, none of them. Yeah, like, I, I Candy agree. did well with Hello Yang Yang. I was about to say, I hate that song. I it was cute. It did what song. it needed to do. I used to I run and turn that shit all the haters. I hate that song. <laughs> I <fly> but, like, <laughs> I you know, they're better as a group. And there's nothing wrong with that. Y'all agree right. as a group. You Absolutely. Know, like, stop trying to be, stop using ego, stop being an asshole, and stop being nasty. Latasha, I don't think she can help it. Uh, villainizing other people for your decisions. If it wasn't on, if it wasn't a decision, decision based off mess, 
And it's based off of you wanting to fulfill your purpose that you feel like this is where I'm supposed to go. There should be no reason for you to cl- for you not to be able to clarify things. Mm-hmm. There's no need for animosity. You knew what you were doing. The shit backfired. You looked beautiful yeah, at the Soul Train nice. Awards. You nice. had a nice dress. But at the same time, to say that their stylist didn't tell you, bitch, you still didn't have the black dress on. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you knew what you were doing, and it backfired. Mm-hmm. She was separating herself. And I'm just sick of people not feeling like they can <laughs> hold, hold themselves accountable for the decisions that you make. Who's going to beat you? You're an adult. Just yeah. be accountable. Say what it is and mean what you say. Like, stop trying to find a way to make yourself the victim. Nobody gives a fuck for real. We're going to talk about a whole nother topic and three, two, one is over. We don't yeah. care. Escape. Oh, the performance was really good. Too. Their performance Them girls was really good. Girl, they could I sing down. Like, I was like happy as shit watching that. I was so good. Yes, Candy I watched that. it twice. I was going to. I said, damn, this is really good. They like, sang I really down to, to the ground. Absolutely. Candy said, they hit all that. still got it. Karen hit Candy hit that whistle note. I said, that's right. I said, okay, okay, Candy. Okay, Billy, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, like, okay. They sang down. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said it's unfortunate because y'all were being honored and it's kind of overshadowed. The drama is overshadowing it because you wanted to be an asshole. Yeah. All because you wanted to wear a different dress. But nobody's going to keep going back and forth with you. It was so like, boldly different, too. It, wasn't it, was like so, it wasn't subtle. like it was. Yeah, it's like it's such a. Like, there's no way you thought that they were wearing green. <laughs> it's so, true. like, look if, at me. If your stylist wants to post, like, oh, maybe, like, she, like, oh, probably black. I could tell if you actually showed up in black. Like, oh, yeah, y'all, y'all sabotaged her, but, like, you wore green. So. Right. Like, girl. You knew what it was. Exactly. <laughs> like, Stop trying to make fetch happen. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Which topic you want to go to? We had an hour. Um, that's you want to do the I glow can... up and then revert to the other topic next week? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so we're going to get into our glow up. And it's why is self-love and open dialogue to be debated? So, um... Natasha, you want to start us off? Yeah, so, all right. What made me think about it is um, TikTok, normally. Um, So this girl on TikTok, I seen a few weeks ago, um, something she had said had really resonated with me. And I'm like, I don't understand why it's always an issue. So the girl, um, somebody, she was replying to a comment. Somebody had said something to her like, oh, you sound stupid um, because you, you, so you think because you're fat, that men won't want you. You need to really like get yourself together. It's like you know, it's it's more so about um like well, they was trying to be like um motive. I guess motivating her to have love herself regardless of her size, right? So <clears throat> she was replied and she was like, "Well, this is the thing. I am. I don't give a fuck about what you said. I don't like how I look big. I wouldn't want no man." That wants me at this weight. And she was like, you know, I don't um, I don't see nothing wrong. She said, you know, a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, if they didn't want me when I was this big, don't want me now. And they want to act nasty to a person that didn't find you attractive when you were at your biggest. And she's like, well, I know for me personally, 
I don't look attractive when I'm big. Like I know what type, she said the type of men I get is different when I'm this weight. The quality, I'm treated different. The way I feel is different. She was like, so I don't, like I'm personally not trying to entertain anybody. I would never take a man seriously that's dating me when I'm not comfortable where I'm at physically. Like I, that's just not the quality of man. I'm, I normally don't get the quality of men that I want. And I didn't see, and people was eating her to fuck up in these comments. And I'm like, Why? I agree with every fucking thing she said. And I think it's weird when everybody tries to make, um, like, well, fetch happen. It's like, it's one thing to say, you know, okay, you should love yourself and we shouldn't fat shame. We have all these shame things. Every Everybody's overly sensitive now. Oh no, you, oh, you can't talk about this or whatever. I can fucking talk about myself. If I feel this way about myself, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm trying to self-harm. If there's nothing that I'm doing to my detriment, I don't have an eating disorder. Like, it shouldn't be no reason for it being something wrong with me if I say, well, I don't I don't want to date. I don't like dressing. I don't like going out when I'm this weight. People would do that shit to me all the time. And I would get irritated by it. And I'm like, well, why is it always... Why do people always have an opinion about what you want to do with you? Like, it becomes a projection to me where it's like, well, I'm trying to help this person. Oh, well, they don't love themselves. Oh, I don't like when they say this. And, you know, I don't think that, you know, I know they have low self-esteem and you're trying to build it up. And it's like, but it's not for you to build up. This is called, it's called self for a reason. And if I look in the mirror, just like people get surgeries and shit and, you know, we'll say, uh, Oh, they look better before. If you look in the mirror and that's that looks better to you, you have to live with that face. Not me, I, not anybody else. If that's what you want to do and you feel like there was a problem, everybody has issues with themselves. But I don't understand why people feel like it's open, an open conversation to be like, well, oh, well, you feel away. Um, oh, well, she don't like you. You know, well, I don't like... Um, my skin, I have a, a relative that don't like their legs, so they don't wear their legs out ever. I've never seen them in a skirt. Matter of fact, it's a few relatives now. I'm thinking, they don't wear skirts. They don't wear shorts. They don't wear anything like that because they don't like their legs. I would never say to them that they're weird. Like, or like, what? Girl, if you don't, just because I don't see anything wrong with their legs, I'm not them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think it's no, odd yeah, that people I get, always put I think their I get both. In I get both. And I get it. In a sense where it's like me, I'm not going to argue back and forth with somebody about what they want to do with themselves as long as it's not harming them. But I do understand a part of it where it's kind of like it's hard to listen to someone say bad things about themselves. You know what I mean? Like when you when I see like, oh, hey, this person is beautiful. You know, they're amazing. But to hear the things that they say about themselves, it sometimes is uncomfortable. So as a way to like, it's like a um, defense mechanism of like, oh no, like I want to affirm you like, no, you're beautiful. Like I see you as beautiful. You know, you know, people always compliment you. You know what I mean? Like it makes you uncomfortable. Right. But at the same time, I can say, you know, right now where I am today is not where I want to stay. Right. I don't want to be in this place um, physically. You know what I mean? But I appreciate my body right now. I might, you know, it's just a thing I had to work on with me. I had this talk with myself that I said, you know, before I start to like try to change and transform and do all of this, I need to appreciate my body where it's at right now because I've been thin and thought I was fat. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, me too. So I had to really find 
talk to myself and I wrote this down, like love the body that I'm in right now. Appreciate what my body is doing for me. Because once I start, you know, really taking like weight loss serious and working out, I want to be proud of the body that I'll be in and mm-hmm. not and not keep chasing this weird, you know, this body dysmorphia thing that I had when I was very thin. You know what I right. mean? Right. Like because I look at pictures and I know that I was on a diet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, if I didn't appreciate that then and I'm not happy now, then when will I be happy? You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's where I'm at for me. But I will say, like, hearing people say, like, even when I do it, I stop myself a lot because it is like, all right, don't say that. Like, you're not where you want to be, but don't say, don't put words out there, you know? Like, words mean things and, you know, the tongue is very strong. And, like I said, sometimes just hearing people speak about themselves negatively negatively like out of the blue it's sometimes it's off-putting you know oh, yeah, like, oh absolutely. shit <laughs> you know what I mean like and like even where it's like when it's like a big thing like let's say like you said like your family member legs or something it's like what the fuck are they talking like you know right. like I can mm-hmm. see like I'm not blind I'm not capping with you I'm literally looking at your legs your legs look like mine bitch so what are you trying to say <laughs> right right so it's well, like I they say well shit bitch you might do it <laughs> yeah so I get I it but I shit. also yeah I get it I, I get it full I get both sides on both ends you know what I mean I've been in that place and I've probably been in a space where I'm like Tell even with you or whoever, like where I'm like, no friend, like you look good, like go right. out, pop your shit. You know it is what it is. Like if the nigga not for your caliber, I'll say this: when I was my smallest, niggas still they I would look at them like they was crazy for trying to talk to me. Because <laughs> one thing about it, the motherfuckers ain't got shit, don't look like shit, is going to shoot their shot. The motherfuckers, oh, they don't give a fuck. They be the main ones. The other ones, you know, the <laughs> other ones. All are scary. The the really attractive guys, a lot of them are insecure. They're not going to walk up to you. They're scared of rejection. But the moment you like have a conversation with them, I promise you, if they like you, they like you. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like I've seen some guys that are super attractive be around, have significant others that I'll be like, oh, well, that bitch probably shut sh- fucking shoot her shot and look at my scary ass two shot people we just not gonna match <laughs> like right. you know what I mean right. so sometimes I, I, I'm just seeing different aspects of it so I do get it where I'm not going to I at this point in my life I'm not going to constantly affirm people but I do want people you know like I would want my loved one or my friend to know like no you're beautiful you look right. great your body is great. It's the body that you have right now. However, if you want to change anything, you had the, all the power to do it. If I can support you in any way. I know for me, when I was broke, like I had no job. When I said I quit a job or whatever, when I was talking mm-hmm. to you earlier before we recorded, like I quit a job. I hated it. I didn't have, I had money in my bank account and I wasn't broke, Right. I was not broke, but I had never not had a job since I was 14. Right. You know what I mean? I've always had income coming in. I've always worked. I've always had a revolving door, you know, like money flowing. Like I never Mm -hmm. really stayed where I had to like live off a certain amount of money. 
Right. Mind you, I wasn't like missing no meals. I had a roof over my head. You know, I had a nice size in my bank account. But my whole personality changed. I was really mm. deeply talking to somebody and really liked them at that point. But because mentally I just wasn't there. Like, I can't talk to you when I'm broke. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, my I brain was just like, mind you, I'm a woman. Woman, right. you could walk out the door with $5 in your pocket and you could be good. But my brain did not, like, I just felt like a bum. Right. Like, you know, like, I just felt like lazy. Like, the fact that this man is at work and he's asking me what I'm doing and I'm sitting on a couch on my computer. Right. Like, I just didn't mm-hmm. feel well about myself. And Absolutely. I didn't, I just didn't. So I do understand it where it's just like, yeah, it might seem crazy because DeAndre, you, you weren't broke. <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. had money. You were actively looking for a job. Like you weren't like just sit on your ass. Shit happens. It's okay. But where I was at that point, I just was not happy with not working. I was happy not to have that job, but I was not happy not working. And even, you know, the guy was very nice at the time, but I just, I ghosted because I just didn't know what to do. Right. No, I, I understand you know? it. I so I get it. I've been there before. My, my brain was like not, it wasn't, I just wasn't there, you know? Right. So I just feel like if you're not mentally there, no matter what the situation is, I agree that you should probably not date because right. sometimes it's not just the physical you know what I mean? Maybe if you're trying to go through a transformation, sometimes being single is important, whether it's body, whether it's lifestyle or whatever, because it's it's tough and you don't want to mm. kind of pull nobody else into it. But also, once you get to your goal, you have to sit with yourself and see if you're happy. You know, right? right. Did that shit make you happy? Are you still unhappy? I was going to say that's still unattractive. Are you still feeling like you didn't achieve enough? Like that's the part that is most important. But if you're like, you know, I'm this way. I don't feel well about myself. I don't feel attractive. I don't want to have sex with somebody. I don't want to take my clothes off in front of somebody. You know, whatever it might be, then probably not date, you know? Right. Like probably work on yourself. But once you get to what was your goal or you get to you look good, you feeling better. Are you happy? <laughs> you know, right. And everybody's definition of happy is very yeah. subjective. Yeah, you personally. I will, yeah, yeah. I feel like most people at the core, though, is normally not something external, maybe mm-hmm. like nature, but like um, just not having to, you know, think about how you want to eat or struggle. I feel like just being, you know, um, enjoying life, being able to enjoy. However, I don't, even if you just want to be at home on the couch, like if that's how you enjoy life, I feel like whatever that, you know, is, if that's your happiness, then that's it. But this is the other thing I was going to say, you know, know, I do counter argue my, even my own self, right? (laughs) Very ENTP, but anyway, so, cause there is another, and when you was talking, I'm like, there's this other side of the self-love thing that actually to me is a problem, right? And Mm -hmm. so I had a conversation with somebody maybe a week ago and they were telling me how, um, they went on a vacation with a friend and, um, you know, they kind of had a little incident or whatever, um, but it was like they brushed it off. Then they come back home, they work together and something happened like they, um, I don't want to say weird, but basically 
you have to, you know, your shift changes every quarter or something like that. And they were trying to get certain shifts and a seniority and blah, blah, blah. It boiled down to this person, the friend got the shift that she wasn't supposed to. The other person told by, said something by accident, didn't really mean to throw her under the bus, but just was asked about it, mentioned it. And other shit came up. Like the the girl felt some type of way, and then she started saying other things, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you was acting weird when we was on our vacation. Anyway, I knew you was weird, and what did she call her? Oh, it was a word that a malicious. She said, mm. "I knew you was malicious." Then I knew it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" She said that because <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's a little extreme, right? But this is the thing. Yeah, the person what they were saying to me in response is the other issue with self-love because sometimes people are, that's all they actually are the other extreme. And she started saying how I'm seeing, is that bitch was just fucking jealous. I seen how she was looking at me when I was taking pictures and she was just like, Oh God, like she has, she kept being so fucking irritated. And I mean, I ain't trying to be funny or nothing, but like, you know, she's not even that cute. And then it started being a lot of that. Right. And I'm yeah, listening. I don't like that. So, right. So that's the other extreme, right? Where I do feel like, you know, well, hopefully most people will distance themselves if they can from people that are that mm. way. But some people overly do it. Right. But do Where you think you just, that's self love or that is a way that you have to affirm yourself to put people? Absolutely. The, you know? that, that, but, and, but that's, that is how they were nurtured. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if you are, that was ingrained in you. Just like I feel like, like myself personally, it was, I was nurtured to have self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was ingrained in me. Like certain to point out these things about myself because it was always pointed out. So after a while, you know, you take a blank slate, you keep throwing shit on it. Some shit's going to stick, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And this person, it was the opposite. So, and I noticed this is their pattern with other people. Every mm-hmm. t- every person that you ever have a falling out with, it somehow comes up about this person being jealous of you. And they, you know, and then you start going, t- attacking them physically. Um, and I also feel now that is a problem. Like it's yeah. one thing to, you know, cause it's one thing, like, I don't feel, I feel uncomfortable when I talk to somebody at this particular person sometimes, because I notice like it, it all becomes very surface and cause bitch, when we fall out, I'm be ugly. Well, <laughs> well, we related, but, but, but no, but that's what I see, but I already know no, I mean, like in general, like, yeah, but I already perceive, but that's what I mean. Somebody like that, you already know that that's, they, you already know that they're very, they, they picked you apart a million times. Like this is, it's happened. They picked you apart. If you got kids, they picked your kids apart because it doesn't normally stop with adults. It's, it, anybody can get it. Even their own, you know, people in their own circle can get it too. Like they don't really care. Um, but my whole thing is, I don't, for me, even with that, it's hard for me to like, I don't even, even though I want to say like, okay, well, you know, I have in the past, like, well, maybe, you know, like, what does this have to do with that? Like, uh-huh. but I realized even with that, again, this is a self, like you said, I don't believe it is a true how that person feels, but I feel like that's just your, it's something that you know that other people have always affirmed that you're attractive. So it's like, well, I know I'm pretty, like that's, I just know I'm pretty and it's like, okay, well, you know, but do you always have to kind of use that and weaponize that? Because just like you said, when somebody talks bad about themselves, it can make you uncomfortable. It also makes you uncomfortable. People aren't jealous of you. Maybe they don't want to hear it. 
Like after a mm-hmm. while, and it, then you become, it becomes a, I'm jealous of you when in all actuality, you know, I don't believe in that shit anyway. I, I'm sorry. I just don't, I, I know I'm not saying there's not a real emotion. I just think it's weird when people say, say people are, je- I don't know that somebody's just, especially if they're talking about me, y'all. I'm like jealous, child. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I know people really, but like they really believe this. Yeah. I, it, took, it took me a long time to understand jealousy because I think, I'd be like, what the fuck you jealous of? Right. <laughs> like, right but, but you know but what? It, it's, it be shit that's not even like on surface, shit that you would never understand. See, and I don't mm-hmm. even understand that. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't understand, you know, when people try to say that to me about other people. Like, my therapist, she used to try to say that shit all the time. That's why, I, that's one thing when I was talking to her, I didn't like. Like, I, and I was like, damn, is this like a female default answer? It's like breaking case of emergency. All right, worst case scenario, you got a conflict with somebody. I'm going to just, all right, fuck it. Boom. She's jealous. And you're like, no. Yeah, I, don't, ther- I don't know. My therapist never really brings stuff up like that, but I don't really have that. They just be there to piss think I grow apart from everybody. <laughs> Motherfuckers I met this year. I'm like, girl, we right. growing, but Jesus. Right. <laughs> like, like, I just, I don't know though. I just do, I also feel like, but in those situations, that, self, that type of self, if that person feels that they have to, their self love stems from belittling other people. Yeah. That's why I'd be like, is it true self love? Like, is that true? Like, what are the thoughts they have in their head that the only way that they can affirm themselves is by throwing it in your face, um, putting others in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there might be some type of confidence issue as well, because I know, like, a lot of the most beautiful people to me are so, not even just physically, but they just have a beautiful aura about themselves. Like you mm, want to mm-hmm. be around them, right? Like they, it just, it just, it pours out of their skin. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that's the people that I find beautiful that I want to be around. Like mm-hmm. you know, like being a like I have very attractive friends and family members where it's like all beautiful. Right. Shit like that don't ever come up. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like exactly. it just good. It just comes through, and when I'm around people that have a little twinge of that other side of it. Like, yeah, you're attractive. You look good. But I can tell that you look others up and down. Mm-hmm. You judge. But then you want to get to know people later. I don't like all of that. You got right. one time to rub me wrong. Don't rub me wrong the first time. Right. <laughs> Please. No real shit. Because it like, won't, we won't be a second. Right. You know, I've been around those like that. Like, damn, very pretty girl. But that's the ass attitude. A lot of them are, though. You ever notice that? A lot of people that are aesthetically attractive, I notice, are very, very, have really low self-esteem. And I don't know if it's because, you know, you don't like sharing the light. You don't like to see other people look attractive or... I don't know. I always question that. Like, why do, you know, some of the beautiful, like, people I consider, like, very, very beautiful... They are the nastiest people, well, like personality wise. I do have a theory. I think a lot of the times that people are placed in competition mode and they're lived through by others, and that the way that they have received affection is by doing better or looking better or being the best at something. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, when they naturally meet people, it's a natural competition. Whether it's like for a parent's affection, whether it's 
Like you have to, your parent is living through you. Like you have to be the best. Like I have people that I know that their spirit is competitive in that way. Right. They have to be the prettiest in the room. They have to be the most That's talented true. in the room. They have to be the, because it's really, that is how they were natured. That everything's a competition. So when you see like a very attractive person, right? And they have like a little, like some type of nastiness. They look girls up and down. They're not a girl's girl. They're rude. You know, they they don't immediately think to big people up. It's usually because their attractiveness was their way in in a lot of ways and, and their way to receive affection. Like the girl who did mm-hmm. our hair. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful girl. Yeah, she On is. Cert, before you meet her, you think like, you you know, you kind of might prepare yourself to probably think, oh, okay, you know, in her ways. But she's super nice. I, and that's the, like, that's the type the, of spirit you're really, talking about. Yep. Yeah, it's like the, the beauty yep. really comes out through her personality. Through her personality. Like, very humble. She, how, very humble. How she speaks to the clients, how she has conversation, how she just is is yeah. a very very beautiful nice girl you know what i mean and there's and i said this i was like there's not a lot of girls like that you know what you know? i mean i got a theory about that <laughs> her because i was just watching um milano's uh interview on revolt right it mm-hmm. came out like the other day i watched it yesterday i think um, I was watching her because it's certain people. So when I was talking about changing myself, those is, is certain people that the dress you're talking about, Milano, is certain people this girl Malia watch on YouTube. Those are the type of that's the personality I'm aiming for. That's what that mm-hmm. is when I taught the guy. I, that's how I want to be. But mm-hmm. you know what I realized that they have in common, and it, it's at its core, you don't know shit about them. Mm-hmm. They don't talk a lot. They don't tell their business a lot. Mm-hmm. They don't post. You don't see them going back and forth on social media. They mm-hmm. don't have a large people around them. I notice they are very, very private people. Beyonce, mm-hmm. certain people I notice they can maintain it because you really don't know them. They're just mm-hmm. friendly. They could be nasty as shit behind the scenes. I don't believe they are, by the way. But I feel like it's because you don't really, they'll let you speculate about certain things, even about them business wise. You know, they all have had stuff. I've heard shit about all, all the people I'm talking about. Um, they've all had little, you know, situations that came up if it's about who they was dating or the type of, you know, lifestyle that mm. was or, you know, Milano had the whole thing with her shirts and all that. Very, very quiet about it. She didn't get, like, super defensive. Other people spoke for her, but at the end of the day, what I noticed is that's the main thing. That mm-hmm. they are very, they just keep it pushing. It's this other girl that I consider like a mentor to me. Like she's from Philly too, but she ain't. She matter of fact, she don't even fucking show her face. Like, and mm-hmm. I love her personality. Very sweet, always you know giving advice. Um, very friendly, very approachable, but they don't give too much. They only give what's necessary, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of the blueprint. It's mm-hmm. like not not overly doing it. And it, because you can't say they gossipy, they might listen to some shit, but you can't say, well, well, she mm-hmm. said or she did because they, they're not, mm-hmm. they're just not into shit like that. And they might, they can be cool with a bunch of people that's, you know, out there and very known and, um, what you, oh, mixy, um, like stuff like that. But you don't really hear too much because they hold their cards close to their chest and they show you what all only what's necessary. And I think that's what helps a lot with mm-hmm. um, their brand. 
just who they are because you can't say anything. Like, oh, wow, you know, she's just a nice person. She mind her business and just keep it pushing. And and they they do all seem to um, have a level of humility at, at um, the height of what whatever they're doing, all of them individually, that um, to me is unmatched. Like, you know, and that's the main thing is just remaining humble. A lot of people, you know, like you said, you attractive, like you're saying, like, or even getting money, like mm-hmm. that personality changes. So you'd be like, oh, well, but, uh. <laughs> it'd be given very much that you was like on some Mike Jones shit your whole life. <laughs> right. You like, like, you just, I really feel like a lot of men are like Mike Jones. Like, I was going to say wait. it's men. You couldn't wait it's to come men. up. It'd be bitches too. But <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's normally men though. But men, like, really, men get a couple I feel dollars. like men. Oh my god, that's a whole. Let's say this topic for next yeah, week because yeah, we gonna go in. <laughs> we right. gonna talk about Mike Jones syndrome next week. <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I just think yeah. So, but to reiterate, like with the self care, self love thing, I just feel like love yourself in whatever state you in. Right. Improve yourself. On the inside and outside, however way you want, mm-hmm. but you know, just have a lot of self reflection about your emotions and what's going on because, like I said, like that body dysmorphia that you know, or that um, how could I say, like when I lost my when I wasn't working or whatever, that mentality, like where you feel like you're just not achieving enough. That mm-hmm. really plays like a big role that sometimes you miss out on your blessings. You forget to be grateful. Lately, I've been having like a lot of moments of gratefulness right. and realizing how I might not be exactly where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. And that right. the things I prayed for before I have it, you know, mm-hmm. like right. shit was really like when I say like, you know, maybe one day I'll talk about a lot of stuff on the podcast in the future, but you know, growing up in Philly is not beautiful. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dark moments. And yeah. while, you know, certain things that I have that are simple now, I prayed for when I was a kid, you know? Right. So just finding a lot of moments of gratefulness throughout your journey and finding self-love and making sure that the love is exactly is self, is not based off of anything else. Like, you have to fuck with you at your worst. And that's how I feel. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like I fuck with me. I like me. I'm a cool person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a still, I'm a, I'm a work in progress, but I know for the main thing, it was my core, like that I was, mm-hmm. um, I didn't like. It's certain things mm-hmm. I didn't like. And, you know, just really just focusing on changing it. Because that's the main mm-hmm. thing. It's like you said, you know, it don't matter. Weight wise, I mean, even though I do feel like I get different quality type of men than when I'm a certain way than when I am, but I also, but it's a lot of factors with that, you know. I just say the only reason why I brought that up because don't get mad when you at the your weight and then uh Jerome, Jerome, Rome come up and try to with them like from Martin try to talk to you and you start thinking like, damn, I'm still not. Cause ah. niggas gonna shoot they shot. Girl, I had Don't a homeless get... guy try to talk to me before, and I remember yeah. my friend never let that damn uh, my friend at the time. That bitch, that shit was hilarious. 
Kyrie is. If this like homeless man was trying to talk to me. Don't let him Oh, that bitch thought it was hilarious. Well, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But yeah, you know, so no, it, absolutely. Because yeah. niggas will shoot their shot regardless. You know? Yeah, so just that's why I was just saying, don't. <laughs> Base it off the collaborative man. A nigga's gonna shoot his shot regardless. <laughs> or a woman, whatever you into. Whatever you into, <laughs> you know, whatever you like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, less than less than your uh, tears gonna do what they gonna do. You can't control that. Right. But yes, thank you guys for listening. Um, have a great December. I know it's the year ending, so hopefully we are all decluttering and getting our thoughts together because we are constantly glowing and growing. So make sure you listen to us every week on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google. You can follow us and connect with us on Twitter at Just Let It Glow and on Instagram at JST Let It Go. My name on Instagram is DeAndre Care, and I am DeAndre Care on Twitter. All right, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Toodles.